0: This is an Area Code podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Sweet Tea. It's your girl, Portia. And who do I have with me?
1: Jasmine Holmes, rapper extraordinaire. Is that right? Yeah, and really good singer as we established before we started hitting record.
0: I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not about to cosign these lies today, okay? I am just, a very talented
1: individual, and I don't know why you don't respect.
0: I mean, listen though, you got talent. a you got a lot of like attributes and creativity. But singing and rap rapping just ain't it I'm boo? The, I'm the, sorry. I'm, no,
1: I'm like a multi-talented, multi-faceted. I'm like the black female Lynn Manuel Miranda. And people just need to understand. Do you know who Lynn Manuel Miranda is? You're looking at me real confused. Exactly. He wrote Hamilton Portia and he was Alexander, Alexander Hamilton. That's Lynn Manuel Miranda. Why
0: you just had to shame me in front of all these thousands? He wrote of he wrote Moana. To.
1: Moana, you know
0: Moana. I know you know Moana. I know Emmy know Moana. Oh, I know Moana, baby. Leo,
1: that's that's Lynn. And anyway, I am I am I am Lynn. Lynn is me. Oh, okay. We right.
0: Well, guys, this is Sweet Tea, the place for delightful <laughs> conversations about tough topics.
1: Our and tough topic for the day is an intervention about my lack of musical ability, about your unawareness <laughs> of your lack of <laughs> musical ability. Hey, okay. You know what, though? Shout out to 2020, 20, 2000, 2002 Jasmine. Uh-huh. She was a pianist. Extraordinary. Really? Yes. I took lessons from the time I was eight into college. I had to quit because I was practicing three hours a day and I got carpal tunnel and I had to do a six month rest. But I did competitions, I did concerts. I was quite good. I won a, really? I won a yeah, I wanna um a competition wow. once. So I used to get really high scores on my little on my guilds, and you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now, oh. you know, Chopsticks is where it's at now, but it used to be Muzio Clementi and Chopin, yo oh, Wow, well,
0: obviously I have been sleeping on
1: you So maybe, you know, vocally the talent is not there, but I have musical bones in my body Just my fingers, not my okay. vocal cords
0: Well, you just don't show it when you be rapping and you be singing. (laughs) Anyway, what are we talking about today? What is This
1: is going to be our pre-Christmas stream of consciousness catch-up episode. We're going to talk about, we're going to hit some high points. We're going to talk about what's on our mind. We're going to talk Mm -hmm. about what's going on with our ministries. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about how I probably only have six months to live because my lungs are just like done cooperating (laughs) with... They're as sick of me as you are of my rapping, honestly. Like, they're just like, you know what? You're using us to spit a lot of hot air and we're... They're, like, on strike. They're like, get your act together or we're... We're gonna talk about all that stuff.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So, what are we... Well, I know where I want to start. Because I'm not no, going to no, 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 you because... No, 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 no. See? No, I no, no, this is Rock, paper,
1: paper, scissors right now. Go. Go. Rock, paper, right. scissors, shoot. Rock, Rock paper. paper,
0: scissors, shoot. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh,
1: yes. Scissors. Scissors to your paper. Yeah. Everybody... It was definitely scissors to paper. Okay, no. so I know what we're going to talk about first. We're going to give some news. I always start with scissors, first of all, ma'am.
0: You had we're a rock in to, your hand.
1: I did, because that's how I'm you start. Sorry, okay, That's how you start. And then you... Okay, you know what? Don't be a sore loser, sis. She cheated, y'all. Okay, so Portia Whatever. has a ministry called She Shall Be Called, And she has made a couple of announcements about She Shall Be Called, which I'm not sure that we've spoken about on the podcast. And so this episode (laughs) is a chance for us to kind of let you know, because I know a lot of people, like people know me from Let's Talk because they know Jackie. They're like, you do that podcast with Jackie? And I'm like, yes, I do. I do. They're like, what's your name? Do you touch her? I'm like, yeah, no, I know it. Yeah. So for people who only know me from that, you'll get to learn a little bit more about me and for people who only know Portia from grounded and from Mm -hmm. her work with Mm -hmm. revive our hearts, you're going to get to learn a little bit more about her. So it's going to be life outside of sweet tea. Mm -hmm. That's going to give you, I think more insight into what we do here on sweet tea. So our starting off conversation is she shall be called and Portia, what I want to know from you is why? Why? Why did you start this ministry? Why? And what are the big things that are happening for it right now? Oh man. So
0: um it's funny because I literally just finished talking about this. Um, hold on, I got a little uh little toddler baby who is right here. Can you be quiet for mommy? Mikhail, I'm recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have to edit all this out. Ooh,
1: wife voice. <laughs> wife voice. No, nah, leave that in. That's real life. That was wife voice for real, and y'all didn't see the wife face. It was like sweetness and love, love <laughs> and charity. Get your behind in here and get this child. Get out of my business. Get out of my business. Like, you've been at work all day, honey. Get on. It's duty time. That was the face. It was all in the face. It's in the face. I get it. That's my face.
0: <laughs> anyway, so she shall be called. Um, I literally just finished talking about this because we um I just wrapped up a board meeting.
1: I just wrapped up a board meeting because I'm a
0: big business person with my five hundred one c three. I knew she was going to say this. See, I know this. I knew this was going to happen anyway. Yes. Um, and we are doing some strategic planning, and I just shared my heart with the board members about like how we ended up here, and it w- really came out of a burden to see women know their Bibles. And be informed by their Bibles. Um, Like our, I guess you would say, our vision statement would be. Uh, a community of women committed to embodying true womanhood through biblically defined standards. And so I'm very careful because, you know, there's a narrative as it pertains to biblical womanhood that I don't think is always helpful. And the best way that I would define biblical womanhood is Christian womanhood. Like, what does the Bible say about being a Christian and how do you live that out as a woman. There are some specifics there. Yes, they are. But there's a lot of overlap that's just general Christian principles. And so it was a burden to see women know their Bibles and embrace that. Um, The problem of Bible illiteracy is huge right now, um, especially among women of color. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that just even representation in the sense of being a woman of color, being able to connect with women who have maybe come from backgrounds where, okay, hey, I've been a, a, a Christian for 30 years, but I don't know, you know, if Joel is in the New Testament or the Old Testament, or I don't, you know, not having understanding of scripture. And when we don't understand scripture, then ultimately... We don't understand who God is, and we don't understand who he created us to be. And so that's where She Should Be Called came from.
1: She yeah. with your little board-ready mission spiel. <laughs> right, girl. Oh, what? It, Cause girl. Because honestly, this is
0: like the thing that I am most passionate about. Like, side swipe, like really quickly, the like, sidebar. Like, I literally quit my job to be more intentional about how I minister as a wife and as a mom, you know, those things are important, but also as a woman who believes that God has gifted her with the ability to teach other women and, um, to really just serve women in that way. Like I felt like God, I felt like God had laid before me what my business was and I wasn't doing it. I was not handling my business or his business rather, because I was too busy. I was worried about income and I was worried about what people were thinking. I was worried about X, Y, and Z. And so like I really finally moved in obedience um this year. And I don't regret it. It has been beautiful and hard. yeah, But it has been wonderful. So.
1: so what are some things that you've seen develop this year? Because you still ain't got into your news that since you have stopped where there's two things. <laughs> there's two things. Okay. So talk first about the status of your business.
0: Mm hmm. Okay. All right. So the first thing is now she should be called started off just as a general like Community online community. It was just like a place for women to gather, and now we are officially a five hundred one c three organization, which is huge for like for me as a woman professionally. Yes, uh, my background is in nonprofit organizational management. I so I have like an advanced degree, and I'm finally getting to use it for the Lord in my ministry. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm embracing what you saying because that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> Thank you, God, for letting me use this. Like you took the things that I love the most, and you you just put them all into the pot and said, "Hey, have at it." He knows what he's doing. Yes. So that's the first thing that is amazing. The second thing is, um, in 2021, next year, we have plans to launch a Bible Institute for women. So to give you, like, I guess what I would say, a thirty thousand foot view.
1: Think. She about wow. to get all businessy,
0: y'all. She about to get all
1: businessy. We're in the board meeting. You should see her face. Like she, first of all, sus got her hair pressed. Okay. She okay. is looking fly. <laughs> got her little makeup on. No, you was know. it a camera? Was it a camera board meeting? It was. It was, oh, it see, was the camera. She's looking, good. She looking Look. real professional right Look. now. She's about to take y'all into the boardroom. <laughs> I just want to like paint the scene for you. So, yes. Okay.
0: All right. Anyway, 30,000-foot view, Um, we are, think, seminary-quality education, but done in a way that complements the life of the woman, particularly the woman who is busy. Maybe you are single, but you're a caregiver. Or maybe you are a wife or a mama, or you have other responsibilities or, or things that you've been called to. As you know a woman Where it may not be Possible for you to go to seminary Or to get an advanced degree Or even a certificate program or something Maybe maybe it wouldn't be possible but you have An interest but if
1: you're interested in a certificate Program please look into reform theological (laughs) Seminary which just launched certificate programs This year
0: Look at that plug. You need to tell... I'm going to tell Phil you are the real MVP. For my man, girl. <laughs> I got to
1: plug it for my man. VP yes. of Marketing and Communications. What? Yeah. Okay. The okay, so back yeah she shall be called. <clears throat> right. So if
0: you're interested in that, you can go RTS. There are, you know, tons of seminaries. But if not, we have not enough ton. force. This
1: is there, the best there, one. But okay. Go I'm ahead. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine.
0: Uh, you know, I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, this is a good way for you to be able to get, you know... That rich teaching, mm-hmm. um, but it'd be affordable. And because we do plan to keep this, like, super affordable, yep. but also um, it'd be accommodating to your life right now. So yep. that's what our goals are. Um, and I am super excited about probably it. probably, like, community in the classrooms, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and being like able to. minded people.
1: And, yes.
0: Because yeah, yeah. so one thing that I noticed, like, you guys know that I'm in seminary. And so even with my online classes, I am one of few women in a class most times you know and so even and even if i am there's not a lot of women who are even in the same like dynamic that mm-hmm. i am like, in with life stage you know and, yeah Yes. And so like it's we're we're creating a place of community for women who are interested in God's word and interested in learning more and even not even just scripture. We want to just kind of branch off into a little bit of a systematic theology, some rich things that you wouldn't normally have an opportunity to probably do. We're not trying to be a a replacement for your local church. So hear me when I say that we're not. But we we do want to come alongside. Yeah. What your local church may be doing, or what you're doing in your personal devotion time, and mm-hmm. be a support to that.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: It. Yeah, it's so, so exciting. Now it's time for your business, though. Cause see, I I, I had to hurry up and jump in here, y'all, because she's gonna try to be slick
1: and then come with another question or something. But I need to know. I, I a little need everybody to know that Portia does not even know me. I don't even know her. Whatever. Or why she thinks that she is reading my mind
0: who received a 2021 Book Award today for their book entitled Mother to Son. I need to get the subtitle, too, because I'm about to mess up over here real fast. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. And I should know this off the back of my uh, hand, but, you know, life just be hard for you, girl. I can't remember. Letters to a black boy on identity and hope. Who received a Christianity Today 2021 Award? Drum roll, please. Jasmine (laughs) Hall.
1: I don't like you. I know, I know you don't. as a person, like very personal. This is personal. I just want you to feel to feel that. (laughs) Whatever. Um, How you feeling, man? I it was so funny because I saw it, uh and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Like I don't know. Just I was like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Like I didn't really even it didn't sink in or anything. And then I started getting like text messages, and I started getting tagged on Twitter, and I started getting emails, and I was like, "Oh." I didn't know that it was okay, and so it's still it's still seriously seriously sinking in. I think the most thing mm-hmm. that I feel right now is just that um, I have wanted to be a writer my entire life, like mm-hmm. since I was eight years old, I have wanted to be a writer. If you ask me when I was eight, what do you want to be when you grow up? I say college professor, which absolutely not, and writer, and um, it's just been such a this year has been crazy. Just releasing a book in March, uh-huh. signing three book contracts in September. And just like writing has so become my life in a way that it hasn't been in the past this year. And so it's been, I mean, I feel similarly to you where it's just the culmination of so many things that God has been lining up um, uh-huh. throughout my life and, and making it important. And, Mother to son, you know, when I wrote it, um, the conversation about race had kind of hit a lull. I remember us talking and being like, man, I feel like people aren't really talking about this right now. But it's really important. Like, it's important to talk about all the time, in season, out of season. Like, this stuff is gospel stuff, regardless. And um, the book coming out in March in the midst of so much upheaval and turmoil and, I mean... It was a providentially timed book that I hope that I hoped would be helpful, and so mm-hmm. it's been encouraging to hear that for some people it has been. Do mm-hmm. no, know what is their fights? For some people it hasn't been, and that's okay. So hey. For some people it hasn't been. You know, that's 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 okay. That's okay. Well, I honestly, look, look. and like I can't complain, Portia. I want to just say yeah. I can't complain because like if I, you know, I haven't looked at my Amazon reviews lately. I don't make a habit of it, but the last time I looked. There was one one bad review. And that is like that's crazy. like i didn't I didn't have trolls reviewing the book. I didn't mm-hmm. have like there's I haven't had any takedown articles. like i I have been so blessed. So I don't want to make it seem like I've been victimized by anybody because honestly, mm-hmm. this release has been very, very amicable. And I hope that part of the reason for that is because of the way that I wrote the book, which was I'm not trying to draw a... The only line that I want to draw on the sand is about the uh-huh. gospel. Right. Right. But as far as, like, as far as other things go, I want to have a, an open, honest dialogue about race and justice in the church and ways that we can grapple with difficult issues in love and in seriousness of what's going on, but also in optimism that we serve a God who has already told us how the story ends. Come on. And so on. I think, I hope... I would like to believe that part of the reason for the fact that I haven't gotten a lot of adversarial responses to mother to son is because I really tried so hard not to write it in an adversarial Mm -hmm. way. Like even me writing it to win was an effort to talk with the heart of a mother, to talk Mm -hmm. with the heart of somebody tender, somebody familial, and not somebody who is just like, I'm sick of this church. Mm-hmm. I'm about to blow it up, which right you know, there's a time <laughs> there's a time for flipping tables. We talked about that last week, but that wasn't my goal with this book right.
0: And I, I definitely think that you did a good job of I know what your heart. I'm for, I've been fortunate to be able to have like a front row seat throughout this whole process. And so from I knew what your one. heart from day <laughs> one, like even yes. when it's this, this was like just a concept. Yes. Like, but I knew what your heart was behind this. And I will honestly have to say that I think that you did, did such a superb job of executing like, what your intent was behind the book. And I also think that uh, many people, even though there may be some who didn't receive it, I think that there are a lot of people who did receive it. Well, I want to read what Christy Buile said about, um, about this book. And I just thought that it was really profound and just wonderful. So Christy says, In Mother to Son, Jasmine L. Holmes opens up her heart to her sons and her readers, exhorting us to better love and understand one another within the challenging social, political, and religious landscapes that we occupy. She calls us to be happily complex, nuanced, and tribal in our conversations around the most difficult aspects of living as salt and light in a fallen world. Her book inspired a set of longings in me, to read more broadly and deeply, to do better in conversations with those I disagree with, to live out the implications of the gospel with boldness and tenderness, and to write letters to my now teenage son, helping him to unapologetically embrace the beauty and face the challenges that come with his ethnicity. Like Mike Drop.
1: Like the Anya Builes, they it, they have been people that get the book. Mm-hmm. Um, Pastor T's endorsement of my book was my favorite one
0: mm-hmm.
1: because, and I was grateful for everybody who endorsed it. I I didn't have a lot of endorsements, but I I loved every single. It's like I had I had a few, mm-hmm. and they were all just like really beautiful, and it was definitely a a quality quality over quantity endorsement. Mm-hmm. But I Pastor T's endorsement. He understood the heart of my book so well and it's so cool to hear Christie's to to read Christy's words today. I was like, She gets what I wanted. You know, that's 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 what I wanted. Like that's Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted people to take away from the book. And the onubiles have just been Shout you know, out to the Anya Yeah in general. Pastor know.
0: T and Christy, we love yeah. you guys. Yeah,
1: Portia and I have been blessed to work with Christy. Yes, um, absolutely. On his heritage, our testimonies. His, his testimonies, testimonies. Our heritage. Our heritage. There <laughs> it goes. I was like, no, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been blessed, like, so blessed by
0: Christy. Christy doesn't, well, she knows, but just. By working with her, it's opened up so many other doors to work with um, other people in ministry and to just really get such, like, Christy is all about, like, discipleship. Like, went, like really getting sisters and working with them. And, and, like, that has been such a blessing to me, especially in this season in my life. So I'm thankful for, to her. But, you know, um, Jasmine, as you were talking about how the Anya boules get your book, um, you know, and like I said, I know that there are other people out there who get it, who see the heart behind oh, yeah. it, oh, yeah. but it also makes me think about too, something that I've been telling myself as I do, you know, ministry, particularly we are, there's a, it's a different, all of us are called, every believer is called to ministry, but mm-hmm. some of us just do it more publicly. And so yeah. public yeah. ministry can be, um, a different thing And sometimes it's easy to get sidetracked. And one of the things that I've been reminding myself of is the importance of impact over influence. Mm -hmm. And I tell myself this over and over and over. Like, I talk about God. Like, that's the main thing that you're going to see on my feeds, like all of this. And it's not because I'm just curating this type of content, because I want to be this type of influencer. Right. Like influence is not my goal. Impact, like real godly impact. Like I'm literally just a vessel that God is using to impact people, to draw their hearts toward him. And I think as we are used, we have to consistently remind ourselves that not everybody is going to receive. Not everybody that we come across um, their hearts are not in a place to truly receive mm-hmm. what it is that we've been led—the gospel, or you know, if we've been led mm. to teach them, or how, whatever it is—they may they may not be in a place ready to receive, but that doesn't shortchange the overall impact that we can have on people in what we do and and how we do ministry. So ultimately what I'm saying is we may not influence the masses. We may not have a, a, you know, a big hoorah from the masses, but there will be people who need to hear what we're saying, who need to hear the word of God to hear the gospel centered truths that we speak. There will be people that we will come across and it may be one person, it may be two, but the impact that we will be able to make with them, the godly impact will far surpass the uh, massive influence that we could have if yeah. it was you know, thousands of people. It's like, so right. I, I guess I tell people, I'm not seeking thousands. I'll teach and talk to thousands, but I'm not chasing numbers. And we see this modeled so beautifully with Christ. Yes. Christ preached to masses, thousands of people. Mm-hmm. But thousands didn't always receive. So and sometimes just, he was just preaching to those twelve. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And exactly. that had impact, impact lasting beyond, even yes. beyond what his preaching to thousands had yes. in in certain senses. Because those twelve went on to continue his ministry and to, yep. yeah, yeah, establish the church. Yeah, right. to continue the the ministry of spreading the gospel of Christ. Absolutely, yep. Yep. absolutely. So that was yeah. just my little nugget to preach.
0: I was just saying it to encourage you as my friend, girl, you know, like don't, you know, this is no small, you know, feat to write a book on an issue as massive and heavy as this one. But to do it in a way where the gospel is still at the center um, and in a way where God is, I believe, so wonderfully glorified like I bless the Lord for your work
1: don't cry it's all right you know I don't like to cry Portia gosh (laughs) she knows too she be giving me that Portia look like it's all right it's
0: all right go ahead
1: Cause Let you it know, out. you
0: know, I'm the they call me the weeping prophet. I'm a little Girl, Jeremiah Junior. Because baby, just, I'll I cry in
1: a minute. Can't, like, I can't. Somebody today, <laughs> one of my friends was like, you know, I just really one of my very good friends was like, I just really appreciate you and our friendship and the ways. And I literally like turned the phone towards the ceiling and I was like, say something <laughs> mean to me right now. Like I, I can't. <laughs> we can't. y'all she don't want to be sappy. I don't know oh, what it is deal man. No. Oh, uh, oh man. Oh man. Uh, I think both of us are in a place right now where I'm really happy with my little ministry niche that I have got. I am really happy with the way that it's growing. I'm really happy with the scope of it. And I'm really happy with what it is. And And one thing that I think that we're both very committed to is not compromising. So neither yes. of us wants to start doing things in order to get more numbers mm-hmm. and then not be faithful to the message that the Lord has placed on our hearts. And yes. for me, I don't know if you guys know this, but mm-hmm. um, my dad's name is Vodibachum.
0: What? Hold on. I need you to tilt your mic down a little bit because, oh. you know, it wouldn't. Okay. Say it one more time. For his, his name is <laughs> Vodibakum.
1: Some people do know who that is. Some people don't. The people that don't are my favorite people. Not because I don't love my dad. My dad is awesome. But I would like the mm-hmm. people who don't know him. I can just be like, my dad is awesome. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. I have an awesome dad, too. And I'm like, dads are great. <laughs> but when it's like, oh, or what? They're like. He's not human. And I think a lot of time like one reason why this award has been so cool today is just like I because I, I got nominated for something and I got runner up for something for another award that I won't name because that wouldn't be kind and I'm so grateful for the award. But they mentioned my dad. And they were like, Her views are different from her father's, but yada yada you know what I'm saying like it was just like
0: okay. so so this was just like a work in like without like kind of standing in the shadow yeah of this was dad. such a cool like
1: mm-hmm. it was a it was a neat experience of like don't judge my work by how much it sounds like my dad's like judge it by how much it sounds like my father in heaven come woo, like what i'm just saying like votey Bakum is not a litmus test come on you know, and Joseph I Holt say is this not a litmus right. Test. I
0: say this all the time. Christ is Christ like, is. If you're looking for a standard, this is what right, you look for. And right. like, honestly, when you think about it, do we until we truly like look at ourselves in light of who Christ is? Do we really see who we are? Like, we don't even see. We be gassing ourselves up on stuff that we really need to be sitting down
1: about. Absolutely. (laughs) And exactly. And that's just like when, you know, and I remember whenever we were talking about episodes for the podcast and people were like, oh, we're like a whole episode about your dad and what it's like growing up in your house and what it's like. And it's like, No. No, and
0: you know like, what I think that perpetuates is, which we're gonna have to talk about this at some point. The it. the celebrity it. Christian celebrity culture oh, that everybody gosh. I've seen so many articles on that lately, and it didn't come from anywhere. And so there there is a I would say there mm-hmm. is responsibility for pastors, teachers who lean into that. They're, yeah. They they guilty, but there's also a problem with people. Who elevate them in that way. Absolutely. Like, what does it matter how y'all grew up or how y'all... Like, that is private time with family. Well, and our
1: parents and, inflicted trauma on us, just like everybody's parents inflicted right, trauma on them. Like, I right. love my parents, but... Right. They weren't perfect. And I'm in therapy talking about stuff that went down with them, just like I expect my son to be in therapy talking about stuff that went down with us. What I don't expect my son to do is to be out on the streets telling my business, because that's not anybody else's business, but me and my son's. (laughs) And so that's like, that's something that I inherited from my mother. I'm like, that is literally literally none of your business. It is none of your business what conversations around the dinner table look like. For right. Us. It is none of your business where right. exactly we disagree on what issue when we talk to each other. It is none of your business what my dad thinks about how I'm raising my family. Because it's none of it's really not his business how I'm raising my family. I'm an adult. It's God's business. Right. Right? And he's a part of that because right. he's great and he has boundaries and it's awesome. But other people don't have those boundaries. That's that's the interesting thing. Like my my dad has better boundaries than his followers. Like my dad would never be like, Jasmine, you're disappointing me because this sentence in your book said. You right. never do that. Like that, that, right. just, that. That's not even our relationship at all because I'm an adult and I have my own relationship before the father. I have my own church. I have my own community. And so I just think I want to encourage that as much as I can because yes, my dad is popular, but also I do think that it's kind of a homeschool thing where like people really want adult homeschoolers to just like give them the secrets to how to well-adjusted right and it's like we are the same bumbling adults who are figuring it out as everybody else we're right. just figuring it out in different ways and i can't give you the magic tools to have a perfect relationship right. with your parents or your kids because i don't have a perfect right. relationship with my parents right or my I, kids. I guess, that's what i was just about to say perfection exists in christ it doesn't and people are like oh so yeah can... but your clothes it's like no you don't know you don't even know me you don't know what From a can of house. paint, baby. Like, don't know me from a can of paint. Don't know, listen, know me listen, from listen, Adam. Like, that's what I tell people. Like, people are always like, aren't you so proud of your dad? I'm like, I am proud of my dad for the stuff that people don't even know about my dad. I am proud of my dad for giving us rides on his back every night when we were kids to tuck us in at night. Him standing in the pulpit and preaching your favorite sermon with your favorite catchphrase, that don't impress me much. Because what matters right. is who he was. To me as his daughter. exactly. So all that stuff that you're impressed about and all that glitz and glamour, that wasn't a part of my home life growing up because that's not what's important. And so Mm -hmm. if you want to know how to be as great a dad as my dad was, show up for your kids. Come on. Show up for your kids. That's the secret. That's the secret. Show up for your kids. Pray for guidance. Pray for strength. And show up and give your kids the tools to forgive you, right? And to have right right standards for you when you don't show up. Right. That's that's the best. Like that's it. That's 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 the
0: advice. That's exactly what I would say as it pertains to your private life, how you live, how I operate as a wife, as a mom, the things that I know that God has given me in my hand that I don't have to worry about or have any like, you know, like ambiguity, like what am I supposed to be doing? There are certain things that I know that God has called me to that I need to be faithful to and have integrity in doing those things behind. It's things that nobody else will probably see. You know what I'm saying? It's things that, you know, I, the masses will never know about it, but it's yeah. important to God, and it's important how I am obedient and receiving of those of those ways that He's called Absolutely. me in those what I call those quiet spaces. Because ultimately, it shapes my mm-hmm. heart to even be in a position to do something publicly. If you gotta fake the funk, and I, like I said, I'm not calling people to like perfection. Like you gotta be um Mm -hmm. spotless you know sinless like we are covered under the blood of the lamb however comma there's something that happens with us when we become believers where we change and we press toward godliness and that starts when no when don't nobody even see you when you Mm -hmm. when you in the quiet spaces of your house that's where godliness starts not when you're standing up preaching to thousands or yeah. standing in a pulpit or whatever i always tell people you want to tell me uh, if somebody will talk about who a good pastor or teacher particularly a man how he love his wife right how when he does treat that, his kids does that look like? and
1: you can't get that from asking you gotta get that from watching from, yep there you go so the people whose business it is how my dad raised me or the people who were in community with us they have their answer yep everybody else right it's not your business right it's not your business right and also but like while it's not your business also like don't come at me talking about my dad and how you don't agree with him and how you don't like (laughs) like, don't do that either because we don't play about that (laughs) we don't play. portia portia knows because portia will ride with me we have written together like i'm sorry what wait fall back fam fall back we critique ideas we do not critique people i will i will i will take you down I'll take you all the way down to the ground. Right. But yeah, but that was, that was definitely one of the, just having my, having the book out there and having it, um, praised for the effort that I put into it without mention to kind of Mm -hmm. like, Ooh, is there family drama? Like that was a, a really big, that was a really big blessing to me. Well, well, I'm so proud of you. I really am. Godly proud. proud. (laughs)
0: So, I, and this makes me look forward to your next books that are coming up. I'm
1: um, excited. Did you read any chapters
0: today? I sent them to you. I hadn't yet. I ain't even going to lie, man. Like, my day yeah. been crazy.
1: Tomorrow should be. Well, okay. I ain't, ain't going to lie. Tomorrow I ain't going to be. I told Portia, y'all got to pray for me because I'm halfway through the book. And so, I'm at that stage where I'm like, oh, this is all crap. <laughs> like, this is trash. I am just like writing trash. I emailed it to my editor, and the subject line was, Please don't fire me. This is trash. Like, uh-huh. I just like, so I sent it to Portia because she can help me. She's read, yeah, read, like, I've already, already, that's what I said. I've already read like two
0: chapters, and the yeah. two chapters that I read were definitely not trash. And so, I'm gonna read more and I'll give honest feedback. And, but I'm pretty sure. That it's fine, and I'm not just saying it's to gas you up, but no, I really believe that
1: she not a you you are a gifted writer and you're Here's able the to think about Portia, y'all. Here's the thing about Porsche. she does not gas you up, and she does not lie, and she does not hop on board with you when you're spicy just because you're spicy. So you know that <laughs> friend that you call and you're like hot, you're like mad, and you're like I can't believe. This Uh. nappy-headed, sassy-poo did blah. Okay, I'm a friend who's like, I don't even know her name, and I'm mad. I'm getting in the car. Let's go. What does she look like on sight? Okay, but Portia's a friend who's like, okay, now, hold on. You know, what is what happened? Let's talk about it. Let's. So we had a situation yesterday where I called her and I was really upset about something. And she was like, you yeah. have every right to be upset right now. You have every right to feel the way that you feel. You cannot take responsibility for that other person. You cannot. And she never, like, she is not that person who's just, like, going to jump on my side just because when I tell you I've never felt so justified in my life, I was like, oh, my feelings are valid. <laughs> <laughs> they are so valid right now. Girl, listen. Oh, girl, I, can, you you can can like, I was literally I was <laughs> showing Philip the polos in the recordings, and I was like, my feet. he's like, I said the same thing. I was like, yeah, but you know, Porsche's. So like <laughs> Priestess Portia told me that my feelings were God, that I was feeling righteous indignation. And it's true because she said it. So like and also the same thing with like writing and stuff. Porsche is not mm-hmm. just gonna gas you. So Porsche says that the two chapters were good. At least I know two out of five of them were good. <laughs> <laughs> two out of five, they
0: were. I'm telling you. Especially if I was able to read them, make it to the end, I felt like engaged. And remember, I, I think I even tweeted after I read them. Like I cannot wait for people to read this. Like
1: I just want people uh, to read these. I
0: feel like women. it's gonna be. Yes. I'm so
1: excited. And we're gonna have merch. Did yes. I say that? Oh no, gonna, yeah, end. girl, we're gonna have shirts and like coffee mug. Mo- yeah, girl, we're working on it. We're working on the website. Oh So Boo Boo they got face yeah, in yeah. there. Okay. Merch, you know, we're gonna do a little a little modeling, <laughs> you know, a little whatever.
0: Oh man. I love it. I'm excited. We need some I she should be wait. called merch. We, we are working on it. We are working mm. on it. It's just like, literally, I just told my board members. I was like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. We got an elephant in, in front of us.
1: Girl, well, should be called merch. I be rocking that.
0: Well, well we, I got you. It's coming. It's coming. Um, like I said, we got a lot of things that's coming up. I'm just excited. Like, right now, we're really working on a lot of structural things. And behind, I'm very big. It, and, and I don't know. Maybe it's the priestess. I don't know what it is. But I'm very big on making sure everything is done on the up and up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Which all of good. our business practices, everything behind the yes. scenes. I want all of these things taken care of before we even move forward with doing anything else. So, yeah, That's it's coming. Y'all be on the lookout. You just said the word. That is my word, girl. Oh, I know. Integrity.
1: integrity. That's what i about. That's how I know right. when you say stuff, you be because you have integrity. You do. I have pettiness, but you have yes. integrity. You know? Whatever, so. girl. <laughs> That's what's important. I'm so what I love about sweet tea, obviously I love getting on here with you. It's so funny. People I have people be like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I love y'all's relationship. Like, is it that good in real life? I'm like, you can't have her. So <laughs> I don't know what you're like. It is my friend. Like how you're trying to like, <laughs> she's mine. Um, But what I love is that sweet tea is kind of like an outpouring of all of the other things that we have going Mm -hmm. on. Like you are in seminary. You have, let's start at the beginning. You are a wife. You're a mother. You Mm -hmm. are an active part of your community. You have, she shall be called. Mm -hmm. You have, you Mm -hmm. work with revive our hearts. You are Mm -hmm. working on a book idea that we're going to hopefully be talking about soon. You are, you know what I'm saying? Like you, there's so much, Mm -hmm. so many things. And then for me, well you know I write and I teach it's not as much but it's just whatever so you write cool. like three books at one time man because <laughs> I'm crazy because I'm crazy <laughs> um but what I, what I love is that because I think that for some podcasts and for some people like the podcast is their main job and so everything kind of gets thrown at the podcast and it has to be like well, and it also has It has to be well-scripted. It has to be this. It has to be that. And I, I also feel like a lot of podcasts, because the podcasts are the main thing, people have to respond to controversy and kind of almost keep controversy going in order to be relevant and in order to have something to talk about every time. And so it's almost like you can get into this pattern where you sit down and you're like, all right, what are we mad about today? Like, let's talk passionately about it for however many minutes. Yeah. Right, right. I love our podcasts because we are so involved in ministry and so many other areas of life that those just kind of uh-huh. seep in to sweet tea and just uh-huh. create this constant uh-huh. organic flow of just content that I'm really excited to see unfold as we continue to learn over the next year. I mean, even just last week's episode, sweet CRT, um, was an article that you were writing. And that's why we even ended up doing the episode because you were, write, you were writing the article because it's something that you learned in seminary, you know? And so just <laughs> having so many other things going on yes. is a blessing. Absolutely. Because it just feeds into this. And you guys are you guys right. are really getting our, kind of our distilled enthusiasm from everything else that we had going on. Yep. Funnels right back into sweet tea. And yep. I love that. Not that we don't like controversy and tea. We love controversy and tea. That's just not what it's always about.
0: Now, you already know that's a lie for me. I do not, I, I may like tea, but controversy, leave me like clear of it, baby.
1: I'm not involved in it. I like controversy <laughs> if I can be like, no comments. That's my favorite kind of controversy. Is no oh, so comments you want to be, you
0: want to be pious about it,
1: huh? <laughs> I just, I know. I'm like that. There's a meme where like these two cats are fighting and this other cat is like staring at them through the slat. And so it's like, me, I don't like drama. <laughs> and then the arrow over the other cat, the little cat staring at the drama is like, also me. That's me, the little one who's, like, looking through the window, like, ooh, like, what? You're right, what's going on? Right. I don't want it to have anything to do with me. But if it's, like, if I'm on the outside oh, of it and I can just it's. be like, ooh, I don't right. SBC did what? Look, look. I was going to say, I
0: heard you. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> Look, I'd be fighting that nosy spirit because I'd be like, see, I'd be nosy and then be the main one to get caught up in the middle of the song. Uh-uh, Lord. Let oh, me just sit over here is. in my little corner and and just sip my tea and be all right.
1: Oh, that made me think about a song, but I won't sing it because I can't sing. Oh, here we go. I'm not going to sing, but you know, like the Cinderella, the Rodgers and Hammerstein in her own little corner and her uh, own little chair.
0: Here we go. You know, I'm
1: not going to do it. You know you want to sing. Just go ahead and close us out with a love. song. I can't sing anyway. And then also the way <laughs> my lungs are right now. Y'all pray for your girl. I have an appointment on December 28th. Before
0: y'all don't know. about my lungs? Listen, y'all don't know how many times homegirl has sat here and muted this mic to cough. And y'all ain't heard her. She just muted it just then. Like right now, the mic is muted because she is coughing. So uh, we're about to wrap this up. Uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up. We gonna wrap it up. What you asking for for
1: Christmas? What you getting for Christmas? A PS5, (laughs) girl. I'm looking for it. I'm trying for you and my husband.
0: Girl, no pressure, man. No pressure. Look, I done gave up. I already know what time it is. It's personal
1: now. I've been kicked out of too many carts. I'm like, no. I got my Twitter alerts on. I'm like, uh 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 uh. told philip i am so mad at him i'm like why didn't you tell me because you know my nerdy self would have pre-ordered it it wouldn't even have been an issue if i would have known like way back when wait a minute wait a minute
0: prince paul the pre-order's been selling out just like the actual no listen
1: i would have been in the listen if i would have known this summer that Philip wanted a playstation 5 for december this battle would have already been waged. Now,
0: you think it would have. Everybody I know that attempted to pre-order a PS5. That is insane. The same thing that's happening to you right now happened to them in the pre-order checkout.
1: But you know what? I have won over 50 online giveaways. The really? Is, the girl is tenacious. <laughs> I, if I want something... You're going after it, huh? So Look at this. I don't know oh when I'm going to get this PlayStation oh 5. It may not be before Christmas, but it's going down. But you're going to get it. Oh, I am. <laughs> so it was like, you're more serious about this than like, I appreciate. It's personal now. It's personal now. I, I appreciate your zeal so um, much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in it to win it. Yo.
0: <sighs> I know. I know. All right, guys. Uh, uh. Sweet Tea is a podcast produced by the Area Code Network. To learn more, visit www.areacodenetwork.com. All right, Jazz. Tell the people bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> she sound like a classic. I'm training her well. She sound like a classic Southern Belle. <laughs> bye, y'all. Y'all have a good Christmas. gonna will talk
1: to you next week. Yes. Christmas. Merry
0: Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. Peace. know you better than you know yourself girl
1: see <laughs> look and you be talking singer, about yeah. the actual singer <laughs> ladies and gentlemen
0: this is an area code podcast